Welcome to It Is Always Now with Marty Long. Get ready to open up and let true joy into your life. Join Marty for conversations about inclusivity and respect, the importance of curiosity, and making change happen. Your journey of exploration and discovery into the greater world around us begins now. Here's Marty. Greetings. My name is Marty Long. My goal is to encourage you to awaken your curiosity. It is curiosity that keeps us seeking and finding truth and lasting joy. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't mean that your entire garden should be made up of touchstones. Each one must be very special. It takes time and energy to polish them. Too much of something and the meaning and value of it starts to lose its luster. And these painted rocks must be something that lasts. Here, I suggest four. Six or eight might work, but I wouldn't recommend more than that based on my experience. Twelve years ago, when I moved first moved to Kingwood, I purchased my cute little patio home, which I always refer to as Meadow Gold, since that's the name of the street it's on. After remarrying Ray, now seven years ago, I moved into his home, but I've kept Meadow Gold as a rental. My current renter is a single mom with one darling little girl, for sure the best renter I've ever had. I go over there if I need to get something done or let someone in to work on the house. One time I was there and I saw in the front yard there were a few painted rocks that clearly her little daughter had painted. I texted her right away and told her I loved it. I didn't want her to think she needed to remove them. I really did think they were special. So let me start by describing this rock-scaped yard. This will be my visual for this podcast. The entire rockscape is filled with rather tiny rocks, which become the background. There are some large slabs of granite that make stepping stones from the driveway to the backyard, and some others that have very large planters on them. And there's a dry river. Some of you who live maybe in the southwest will immediately know what that is. It wanders through the whole yard, bordered with very large rocks and filled with medium-sized rocks. And there's one big, very tall tree. For this analogy, the entire setting represents life. The dry river represents that cool water that can flow through us when we invite the eternal in. And the tall tree signifies that connection with the eternal there are four large planters that will represent these touchstones. They provide symmetry, interest, beauty, meaning for the entire scape. So what are these touchstones, these beautifully painted rocks that make life beautiful and add value and that are needed in order to have a complete and meaningful life that create the foundation? for a meaningful life. I'm going to start with a quote from my ever go-to book, 100 Ways to Keep Your Soul Alive by Frederick and and Marie Anne Broussard. This is number two. Go into all four rooms. Taken from the book, A House with Four Rooms, 
by Rumor Gordon. Quote, there is an Indian proverb or axiom that says that everyone is a house with four rooms. Planters, in my analogy, a physical, a mental, an emotional, and a spiritual. Okay, the stage is set. Let's get started. For each room or touchstone, I will briefly discuss the effects of color, the colors you might want to paint your touchstone, and some ways to polish your stone to keep it in good working order. The colors come from research I've done online. Um, my search string was how colors affect the brain psychology today. When you get 32 million responses to your search, you know there are a lot of opinions out there. So I came up with my own suggestion based loosely on what I found on masterclass.com. So touchstone number one, physical. Since our physical body is the house for our mind and soul, it needs to be kept in good condition. One way is to go for walks or ride bikes or engage in other activities that are outdoors or indoors. Like working in the gym or sports fall into this category. Some people like hiking with a group of friends. What key colors might we use to paint this touchstone? Well, greens for the natural world and which generates a tranquil and rejuvenating mood, along with a splash of red that generates a stimulating effect. And how do we polish this touchstone? It can start by having an exercise routine. Sometimes we can combine several rooms at once, like my podcast about walking the green belt and meditating at the same time. So here's a quote about this particular touchstone. In the midst of regular life, running is the touchstone that breathes adventure into your soul. This was Kristen Armstrong. Touchstone Touchstone number two, emotional. There are many ways to support your emotional side. For this discussion, I will focus on friendships. Note that I use plural. I don't know about you, but I have found friendships to be somewhat fluid. Sometimes old friends fade away a bit, or for whatever reasons we drift apart. But new ones enter our lives, often when we least expect them and most need them. Some new friendships take hold immediately. Others take more time to mature, but each one is unique and special. And together, our friends provide strength and meaning for our lives. So what key colors might we use to paint this touchstone? I suggest, I suggest yellow, which energizes and provokes feelings of happiness and optimism, combined with light blues that have a very calming effect. And how do we polish our friendship painted rock? Communication tops the list, I think. So sometime today, phone a friend, 
Maybe get together for a cup of coffee or a glass of wine. Maybe call someone who lives far away and you do not communicate with often. Personally, I have several special people on that list. I find messaging also works well. The nice thing is you can send a text and your friend can respond when they have a minute. No pressure. So here's a quote for this touchstone. Friendship is the touchstone by which we may know the purity of any relationship, human or divine. It has the sweetness of all forms of love without their contamination. Next touchstone, number three, the mental, the mental rune in our body. Now, variety is the spice of life. The more ways we engage in our mind, the better. So what color might we use to paint this touchstone? I think purple which is connected with imagination and inspiration, along with a healthy splash of red for that stimulating effect. And how do we polish our mental touchstone? Make sure each day includes seeking new insights, dreaming, envisioning, looking for those epiphanies, reading and listening to what others say and works for them, and then make their ideas your own. As we all know, YouTube is a wonderful source for these ideas. And here's a quote about this touchstone. This is by Henry David Thoreau. Dreams are the touchstones of our character. Touchstone number four, spiritual. This is where we connect with that something outside of self, which I call the eternal Following the quote above, let's think about a room. Rooms generally have four corners. So I came to the conclusion that there are four corners in our spiritual room. Briefly, they are meditation, clearing our heart and mind, prayer, seeking guidance and wisdom from the eternal, steady, where we seek and keep seeking new truths, and then pondering, letting the many thoughts in our mind come together in a meaningful way. And we often will want to go back to the, to back and forth between these four corners. They all work in concert. So what color might we wish to paint this touchstone? Green, which has a rejuvenating effect together with purple that brings inspiration. And how do we polish this mental touchstone? Well, journaling is one definite way. You can capture the inspiration as you find it and then continue to ponder and combine it with other insights you have made. Now, the rest of my quote from my go-to book above is, quote, most of us tend to live in one room most of the time, but unless we go to every room every day, even if only to keep it aired, we are not a complete person. Well, I think the same is true for our spiritual room. However, I have to disagree a bit with this author. In a perfect world, we could polish each of our four cornerstones every day. 
but I have not yet met anyone, least of all me, who lives in a perfect world. So we do our best. The Eternal understands. The Eternal is always there waiting for us. If you put too much pressure on yourself, you will just become discouraged. And that would be the most unfortunate thing. So here's a quote. The spirit beholds a new world in every moment. From my favorite Rumi. The spirit beholds a new world in every moment. Now, one more quote from A Hundred Ways. Number 25. Don't make comparisons. Quoted from Bali Shan Tove as the author, but no book cited here. Quote, everyone is unique. Compare not yourself with anybody else, lest you spoil God's curriculum. Lest you spoil God's curriculum. That's key. We are each unique, and God has a unique plan for each of us. Now, here is a quote. Once you become aware that the main business that you are here for is to know God, most of life's problems fall into place of their own accord. J. L. Packer. Now, I want to bring a little bit of another topic in here just for a moment. It may seem unrelated at first, but give me a chance. Biofeedback. At its most basic level, it is your body, your mind, your heart, your emotions responding to your state of being at any given moment. It is the way your physical body reacts to your emotions and state of mind. Yes, I have found the muse that helps me better understand and identify my emotions so I can tweak them and learn to better control them, which truly has worked for me. Partly, I think, because I'm so very visual and seeing a lot of birds, which is good, or stars, not so good, and the graphs that muse makes for me helps me better understand and connect with the feedback. But naturally, there are other ways to listen to your body. You can ask yourself, what was I feeling? Was I physically tense, anxious, impatient? Was I emotionally frustrated, dismissive, irritated? Was I mentally engaged or thinking about other things and wanting to block it out? Was I spiritually hot or spiritually cold? If you do this immediately while the experience you want to evaluate is fresh, you will get more out of it. You're more likely to come to a realization, an epiphany on how you can better control your emotions in the future. But if you hang up and go right out to other activities, you'll lose the moment. For what it's worth, we'll leave it there for now. But keep in mind, it is always time to polish your touchstones. Now is always the time to evaluate your responses. It is always now.